What a letdown. Welcome back to What a Letdown. The only place you can leave satisfied and disappointed besides the gas station. Yeah, because like um, a gallon of milk at a gas station is like $4. And a gallon of milk at my pay less is like $1.19. And uh, gas uh, fills your car but costs money but allows you to go where you need to go. So you you get your milk and you get your gas and you leave and you uh, are happy and satisfied that you have what you need, but you're disappointed that you spent all that money. Wow. Um, nah, close. <laughs> you close. Okay. Uh, I've never bought milk at a gas station, nor uh, will I ever. I don't uh, typically buy milk you at a gas. Milk at a gas station. I would. I a would, gallon. I would say yes. Hmm. That's about. That's bad. I mean, sometimes they get like Prairie Farms. Prairie dogs. What's the what's the ne- prairie dog and milk? What's the net? What's the what's the difference between um, Prairie Farms milk from Speedway and Prairie Farms milk from Walmart? The cost. Well, yeah, but what about the convenience of a gas station? Walmart is as convenient as a gas station. I would highly differ on that opinion. <laughs> if you have a if you have a Walmart and a gas station next to each other, it is nearly as convenient to go into the Walmart as do it you, is. Do you know where the milk is stored at a Walmart? Very back of the store. Yes. What do, you, do you know that a Walmart is about... You know where about... the milk is stored at the gas station? Okay. Very back of the gas now station. Now listen to me. Listen to me. A Walmart is approximately the size of six gas stations, I would say. Maybe okay. more. Okay. So, you know, you're walking to the back of a gas station. That takes you 25 steps. You walk back to the back of a Walmart. That takes you okay. 173. Back of the gas station, there's more things. It, it's smaller, but it's more compact. Are you worried it's about more, impulse buying? No, it's more uh, like you have to navigate through the aisles. You have to kind of dip, duck, dodge, and dive around. Are you claustrophobic? In a Walmart, straight shot. Milk, straight shot. Checkout. Here's what I'm thinking. Mm, okay, go ahead. If there is one right next to each other, a gas station and a Walmart, I can... Okay, the parking is where you're going to get me here. Right, yes. I was. Yep. Okay. I have tons of arguments. <laughs> I'm going to park, by the, and which is going to take me longer than the gas station. I'm going to walk in straight to the back, grab it, come out, self-checkout, boom. I could probably, from the time I step through the sliding doors till I leave the sliding doors... Ten minutes. No! No, no, no. Three. Three minutes. I don't think. Okay, not ten, but not three, bro. It's gonna take you. It's gonna take you. Depending on parking, it's gonna take you thirty seconds to get into the building. Right. I'm, I'm not counting it's that. It's gonna take. What? No, I'm from talking the, from your car. I'm, okay, no, this is what I'm talking. Minutes. No, because it's all gonna. It's the same. It's a one to one ratio between five minutes. I'm talking. You're right. From your car to the gas station, back to your car, because that's exact same thing you'd be okay, doing from. Okay. Fine. 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 Okay. Five legitimate minutes. I. Maybe for speed walking, you're going to break a sweat. And then opportunity cost knocks and saying, wow, now I'm sweating. I need a shower because I ran into Walmart to try to beat my record. Of- Gas station, three minutes. Sometimes lines at gas stations are really long and there's only one person running the register. Okay. And you got a whole bunch of people asking for a whole bunch of different things. You don't think they're going to take a while, then they're asking for Marlboro extra ethanol or whatever they be Extra ethanol, I think, is right. <laughs> and then they get 18 scratch-offs, and they want a Powerball, too. And you're like, wow, I just thought you were going to get the Snickers, and it was going to be quick. And now your milk is, like... Expired. 
And you could have been in and out of Walmart. Boom. I don't like being around people. And I'm not legally allowed into Walmarts after the beanbag incidents. Oh, here we go with the beanbag incidents. Um, okay. So I hate going into Walmarts, not from PTSD, but from just the idea of them. Okay. And second of all, you can't, I don't, I don't think you can buy Prairie Farms at a Walmart. What's so good about Prairie Farms? I don't know. Nothing. Local. Okay. I think it is satisfying to go into a gas station because it's convenient Okay. And it's disappointing because it's dirty and it's expensive. I'll argue that it's convenient and disappointing because you lose on the $5 scratch off you're always buying when you go in there. <laughs> wow. Okay. I think we've settled it. Okay. Um, cool. I'm glad we could come to an agreement, which yeah. I don't think we did, but. Okay. Cool. Let's move on. We have four things to cover today. I like them all, um, except for one. Where do you want to start? Um, let's start with my least favorite one, my favorite type of Apple. Okay, so we had a question sent in by an, aspire, by an aspiring listener. It was, what is your favorite kind of Apple and why? And what qualities do you look for in your apples? Okay. My favorite Apple is a Honeycrisp. Okay. Probably the most basic and popular answer you could give. I understand. Okay. But I never buy them. Okay. Because they're too expensive. So qualities in apples, affordability. Yes. All right. Um, I don't like Granny Smiths, so I avoid green apples. Okay. I agree. Okay. I agree. I agree. Yep. And I really, from there... I couldn't tell you a different apple. Okay, let me run I, you through Honeycrisp and green apples are the only ones that I know. Okay. Granny Smiths, I mean. I only know three more. Okay, name them. Red Delicious. Those are those terrible waxy ones that you get uh, at school. Yeah, those were, those were bad. Um, Yellow Delicious. They're kind of softer. Soft, mushy. I don't like those. Yeah, and uh, Galas. Kind of, your, kind of your average apple. The Met Gala. That's a gala. Oh. Um, so you're telling me you there's didn't... only five types of apples. <laughs> yes. Now, I will argue that the four that you, or the three that you named all sound terrible. You've had a gala apple before. Is that your favorite? No. Oh, then I don't... Ha- Okay, you don't have a favorite? My mom used to buy gala apples all the time. Like, so, that was the only apple she bought. So nostalgia. I don't like them. So you don't eat apples. Okay, so my mom... Okay, this is a side note. We'll get back to the apple. My mom saw me she dropped off some things at my house the other day and she said you know i'm listening to your podcast or did you like your childhood <laughs> did we i just i i listened to it and i i get this this uh feeling that we neglected you or something you know you're always talking about being malnourished and how we punished you for this and we didn't let you do this and we did did we deprive you? And I just laugh. I'm like, did, did it really come across that way? I thought you I couldn't watch check. SpongeBob. You couldn't. Uh huh. I I could watch it. Okay. I just I couldn't watch The Simpsons. Oh right. Okay. Um, and I would kind of laughed. I was like, no, I think I had a great childhood. So just for everyone listening, my childhood was fine. My parents are great. Back to the apple. Does your mom like apples? She likes to eat apples with popcorn. My mom, too. Um, Does your dad like to eat apples? Meh. So the apple 
doesn't <laughs> fall far from the tree. <laughs> oh, because if I didn't like them and they didn't like them, it would be a funny joke. Yeah. One uh, bad apple. <laughs> yeah. One bad apple ruins the whole family. Um, but it keeps the doctor away. One, one bad, bad apple, apple keeps the doctor. One bad apple a day falls far from the doctor's tree. <laughs> that you have to stay away from. Um, so here, let me give my run through of the apple. Please. I don't like sour apples. Nope, me either. I said um, that. So I don't look for the sour in the quality. I, I think I would prefer a crisp over a mushy, soft apple. So my quality would be a crisp apple. I prefer a sweet apple um, over a, any other kind. Red Delicious are terrible. Waxy, tough skin. Ooh. Galas are okay. They're just kind of average and plain, and they sometimes get mushy. I think Honeycrisp is my favorite, but it's still kind of sour. A little bit. If I Here, never wait, wait, another... wait. I need. Uh, let me see if I can get Kaylee on the line because she worked at Jacob's Apple Orchard. Oh, and she would boy, know. she sometimes spouts off like names of apple. She's kind of an apple expert. Let me okay. let me call her up. Kaylee, come here. Kaylee, you might have to text her. I gotta go get her. Okay, my wife didn't want to come up. But I'm out of breath from running up and downstairs. <laughs> okay. Um, she, for one, says she's not an expert. So I think that's a little bit modest. Yeah, she's being humble. Um, I think. American is humble pie. She says, gosh, dang it. Why, like, what happens when you <laughs> quarantine? Am I right? Just, I'm out of breath, bud. Kind of <laughs> sweaty. Woo. Boy, howdy. Okay. Um, she gave me some Apple names, though. No real Apple facts. Snapple facts. Apple Jacks. Snapple facts. Snapple facks. Apple facts. Snapple Jacks. Snapple Jacks. <laughs> Ooh. Cool. Okay. She gave me three more. She gave me four more names of apples. Go. Jonathan. Named after Jonathan Appleseed, probably. Uh, probably. Macintosh. Named after the computer. computer. <laughs> yep. Uh, Fuji. Named after the place. The water. Okay. That's Fiji. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Fiji water, not to be confused with Fuji, Fuji. apples. <laughs> What's a... Okay. Fuji... Fuji water? Apple juice. Fuji apple juice. And last, the fourth? Um, I forget. Okay. Correction on my end, it's called a golden delicious, not a yellow delicious. Okay. I looked up some while you were gone because I figured that could also help us. Yeah, we could have Googled, but... Yeah. Um, so I look for a sweet apple, and I look for no apple. My favorite apple is a caramel apple, sucker. Oh, that's an interesting <laughs> twist. Yes. Um, caramel apples. I like caramel apples. Too messy. And I don't like nuts. Uh, nuts. Nuts by themselves, fine. Nuts mixed with anything else... Besides other nuts, not nice. Let me let me say this. Okay. I like caramel apples that are cut up. Yes. I'm not going to eat it off a stick like a behemoth. But like a Neanderthal. <laughs> yeah. So I will okay. Mm -hmm. Here's my final answer. Okay. I bought a bag of apples. Yes. For like three dollars. Okay. I have no idea what they're called. Okay. And I just eat them with okay. peanut butter. Ooh. I, this is what I've been doing. Sure. I've been, because my wife's been doing this too, and it, and it sent me back to my childhood, 
and it got me thinking, this is a healthy snack. Good. And um, I've been just cutting those apples up. And Do you have a core or do you cut it? I cut it. Um, okay. So I prefer the core method. Well, okay, listen. My parents bought me a KitchenAid knife set okay. for my birthday yeah. because I didn't have any knives. All right. And, man, some of these cars getting broken into. <laughs> um, and I have never had sharp knives. All right. And so You're I... You're just loving to practice? I love, I love just slicing through that apple so crispy. Okay. So I've been cutting it into fourths. Okay. Through the, the core? Through the core. All right. Now listen, scooping the core out in a circular backstroke method of the knife towards my thumb Ooh. very carefully. Yep. I have a lot of whittling practice, so... You know, I, you know, I'm kind of a pro. Okay. Um, so then I cut those into halves. So I have eight pieces of apple. Okay. And then Which I put Which way? A, Half hor- horizontal well, like, or like vertical? an apple shape, like an apple slice shape. <laughs> not to like a... Not like an apple chunk. I'm going okay. for an apple slice. All right. And uh, and then I put a blob of peanut butter on there and I, and I dip it and rip it. Okay. Creamy peanut butter? No, see, oh, we talked, listen. Crunchy we, peanut yes, butter? Listen, we, With your apples? We've been talking about this. For some reason, Ugh. we had a debate. Listen, I, I used to be strictly creamy peanut butter, okay? Mm. And then my wife started to eat like, like crunchy. And I am somewhat indifferent, but I buy crunchy because my wife likes it, and I like it equally Crunchy peanut butter isn't bad, but I wouldn't eat it with an apple. The crunch of the apple provides the crunch of what you're looking. You don't want double crunch. I do. I enjoy. Okay, Peanuts I will say this. Peanuts and apples mixed. Great. Okay. I guess that's what a caramel apple is, essentially. If you dip it in peanuts. Which a lot of people do. Yeah. You caught me here. I know. I guess you're normal. But, but you don't. Okay, good. And so the thing I will argue, though is that dipping an apple in crunchy peanut butter is not the easiest thing to do because I just have a chunk of peanut butter on my plate and it doesn't like to stick. Oh, yeah, because the apple's kind of wet. The apple's kind of wet. And so the peanut butter doesn't stick. Right. I know exactly what you're talking about. So I found out a hack. Okay. I take a bite and then I scoop from the front where I took a bite out of. And for some reason, the little bit of skin that's there from the apple catches the peanut butter like a little scooper. And okay. then I can eat it with the peanut butter and the apple, and that'd be all good. Wow. It's been a... These are quarantine hacks that I've been finding out about. Okay, yeah. How um, do I scoop your crunchy peanut butter with an apple slice? Okay, so I get the cheapest um, apples that are not bad. Not red delicious. Not red delicious. I don't know what they are. And I think, I feel like the school had worse apples than, I've never had an apple as bad as the ones at the school. Because you would never buy red delicious. And neither would your mom. I guess I've never bought red delicious. Go up to the store and buy red delicious. And I don't say, like wow, these are, these are cafeteria apples. Okay, fair. Um, Wax apples. My wife texted me, Molly apples are a thing? Nope. Never heard of them. Me either, but she, she thinks she knows. And I believe her. Okay. Um, she said um, something. Galas are the best for applesauce. Um, I hate applesauce. Okay. Uh, why? It kind of gags me. Mm, that's... It's kind of like it's like it's like pudding with skin in it. If that makes sense, the texture. If you took pudding and you just 
kind of used a cheese grater. I was going to say cheese grate some skin. To cheese grate some skin, skin grate, into the pudding and ate it. That's the texture of applesauce. Applesauce just has kind of that, you know what I mean? It's kind of, like, it's like, it's got too much texture. Skin? Oh. What you kind know, of, like. You know what I mean? Like, are you talking like, are you talking like human skin? Because <laughs> how do you know that? Pencil shavings. It's why I don't like coconut. It just, it's like. Eh. So you don't like Mounds Bars or Almond Joys? No. Oh, come on. Those are so good. No, I don't like Mounds or Almond Joys. And I don't like coconut. Do you like coconut milk? Never had it. Coconut. Is it does it have a texture? Is it smooth? Smooth. Then I would probably be okay with it. So you don't like the texture of coconut? You're fine with the flavor? Uh, sure. I mean, coconut reminds me too much of lotion. You ever had a real coconut? Coconut yeah. meat from a real coconut? Yeah, it's slimy and similar texture. Kind it's like of. it's like you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> you've done that twice now. Like, if you and... ate pencil shavings, that's what I imagine coconut to wait. When I eat coconut, I imagine that it's like pencil shavings. Okay, but it's not. Yeah. Okay. But softer, less woody. Okay. Okay. Less buzz. You want to? You want another question? Yeah. Let's move on to the next one. Which one of the next three of the four? Let's do seven dollars in five minutes. Okay. So an aspiring listener sent this in, um, and I I feel like I need to read it exactly how it was sent in. Um, so give me one second. I have to find it uh, in our. You know, send questions in. We need some. Yep. All right. Here's what it is. Um, you have seven dollars and five minutes at the grocery store. What do you buy? They typed it in all caps. Yeah, that was that was loud. You really peeked out on the. On okay, the so five minutes at Walmart because you're gonna park and you're gonna go in and you're gonna come out. It has to be Walmart. No, but that's like a five minute store. Seven dollars <laughs> at a gas. Seven dollars at a gas station is gonna get you two things. Yeah. And one of them was free. The point is $7 is not going to go as far at the gas station. Okay. Okay. $7 at Walmart, at Target. Wait, what's free? At a gas station? Yeah. Sometimes they have that fruit up front. Is that free? Do you no, that, that fruit's not free. You have to pay for that fruit. Have you been stealing fruit? <laughs> I thought it was just like a, like a take one for your health kind of a basket. You're probably the kid at the grocery store picking grapes off the uh, off the grape bundles and popping them in your mouth and saying, mm, taste, uh, samples, <laughs> it's a sample. It's a grape sample. You have to wash those first. Well, yeah. I'm not a caveman. Uh, so you've been, you've never done that. You've never stolen a piece of fruit. I've never eaten a grape out of a... I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the gas station no, fruit. No, I would never take one of their brown bananas. Brown bananas are the best. Oh, here we go. This is not the question at hand. Okay. Let's talk about the question at hand. $7, five minutes. I would buy a uh, thing of double stuffed Oreos and a gallon of milk. That's it? You would have like $3 left over. I'd buy two things of wow. double stuffed Oreos and a gallon of milk. I feel like we needed a few more parameters because I don't know. Like, am I trying to survive for as long as possible or am I just trying to uh, treat myself? Is this my last $7, or is this, like, my first $7? I would like to think it's $7 I found in my pocket of my winter jacket that I haven't worn in a year. So, okay, how about we answer treat yourself and, like... Survival? Survival mode. Okay. Treat yourself mode? 
As, uh, uh, listen. Okay. As many packs of Oreos I can get, double stuffed, because I did my research. Minus a gallon of milk price? Yes. Okay. Well, I didn't do my research on the Oreos okay. and milk. Oh, you my, did your research on how many Oreos are in a double stuffed pack? No, I did uh. my research on the price of double stuffed to the price of regular Oreos. The exact same price. And there's more weight to double stuffed Oreos. The package. weight's in the cream. Yes. But yeah, I mean, if you're into that. I'm talking it's less. What are you trying to say? I'm saying <laughs> that double stuffed Oreos are better than regular stuff that we thought. Oh, yeah, about we already before. came to that conclusion, and no one has texted us and said that we're wrong, so I think we're right. <laughs> I know, but I said we would figure out. I, we asked about whether or not right. double stuffs were more or less than a regular okay, pack, right. and so I cleared that up, okay? okay? Good. I would okay. buy as many packs of Oreos as I could in a, in a gallon of milk. Okay. For my seven dollars, treat myself. Okay. I don't know what I'm into. I don't know what I like. I don't have. I go in phases. Would you I like guess. me to say what you like right <laughs> now in your life? Sure. You like sweet tea? Yes. You like. But you can't buy sweet tea at the store. It's not good because it's been sitting forever, and the sugar like try. I poured you a little glass. You haven't sipped on it yet. Yeah, Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead and take a little sip. That's real right. Guess where that was bought? The store. Yes. But you sweetened it yourself. Yes, but it was cheaper. It was cheaper than buying a, ga- like a gallon of you sweet tea. You bought regular sweet tea. Regular tea. Lipton, probably. Tea bags, yes. Lipton black tea. tea bag. Black tea. Yes. How'd you sweeten this son of a gun? A cup and a half of sugar for a gallon of liquid. Holy ropes, this is juicy. I know. That goes crazy. Here's the thing. I looked on Lipton's website. Yeah. And um, you add an eighth of a teaspoon of baking soda to your mixture. Okay, I'm interested. Me too. And I Googled it because I really didn't want to do it. But then I Googled it. An eighth of a teaspoon. Very small. A very, very small amount. A pinch. A dash. Okay. And... It, there's something in the in in the uh, what I say baking soda that like neutralizes some of the bitterness and creates a smoother texture for the tea. Yeah, well, yeah, it tastes smoother. Yes, and I didn't think it was gonna happen, but the sweet tea I've been making has been slapping. Yeah, th- I'm gonna have to pass this tip along because I just finished my two quart bottle at home. Okay, listen. Okay, you listen to me, kid. Uh, I wanted to say that I've found a lot of my inspiration from your household into what I incorporate into my household. One of which is uh, double stuffed Oreos in my fridge. That's where I keep my Oreos now. And two, I've been making my own home homemade sweet tea because your wife is making it, and wow. it was so good. Next thing you know, you're gonna be making uh, sandwiches and putting chips on them. That is a fire thing, though. <laughs> Ham, turkey, Kobe Jack cheese, mustard, and plain chips on white bread. That's what I would buy. Fine. There you go. Okay. I would buy as much as that uh, as I could for... Oh, that, mm. Here, I math. think I'd have to only go one meat. Yes. Let's math it out. Bread, 99 cents. Yes. Meat, $3. Listen. That's four? I think... No, listen. I think... I think for this scenario... Man, you're going to have to... You got five minutes, right? Seven minutes. You got five minutes... Oh, yeah, I kind of forgot about the timing. Yes. I got to be quick. That stuff's quick all spread out. Because I I wanted to say, depending, no, I don't think you could do it. I wanted to say get the deli because you could get like half a pound. Too expensive. Oh, yeah. You could get like half a pound of meat for 
I think sometimes deli meat's like four dollars a pound. So you can get a pound of meat, half a pound of meat for for two dollars. Okay. So you're at three dollars. You could also do a half a pound of cheese. That's a little bit more expensive. I'm gonna change my mind on you. Okay, then I'll stop thinking about this. I'm gonna go get some vanilla almond milk and two boxes of cereal. In and out. That's your treat yourself? (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's my like not that's my in between. That's my answer. That is my answer. It's not my treat myself. It's not my we have to survive. It's just my answer. Now have to survive. I'm getting a box of rice, white rice. I'm getting a package of ramen noodles, chicken flavored. Um, maybe a can of tuna or two. Um, maybe some sunflower seeds. And what am I at? Probably five, six bucks. Probably, probably close. And um, what else lasts a while? S- soup. But you don't need soup. Another thing ramen. of ramen noodles. But can okay. I do that in five minutes? Is that all pretty? That's all pretty close. Ramen noodles and and rice, rice. should be all by each other. Yeah. Maybe a box of saltines. Okay. I like saltines by themselves. Not many people do. I could just eat a sleeve of saltines. If I was sick, sure. <laughs> saltines, great. Club crackers, though. Mm, too Ritz. buttery. You know, too buttery. <laughs> oh, I've never heard anybody in my in my life say a Ritz cracker was too buttery. That's like the best. You're the man who eats twice. No, stop the podcast. You just said a Ritz cracker is too buttery, but you eat 20 breadsticks from Fazoli's, which is half... Which is 98% butter and 2% flour. No, garlic. 1%, 98% (laughs) butter, 1% flour, 1% garlic. Okay. $7, five minutes. I'm getting all the Fazoli's breadsticks I could get. Fazoli's breadsticks may be the number one edible thing on this planet. Wow. (laughs) Okay. But that, that, it's not a, it's not a store. If I could, sh- just let me have my moment. Yeah. If I could get all my nutrients from one thing, I would choose Fazoli's breadsticks, and that's all I would eat all the time. I would agree. I think that's amazing because I think sometimes I go to Fazoli's and smack down on 15 breadsticks, and I think I'm never eating a Fazoli's breadstick ever again. And then like a month or two later when I go back to Fazoli's, I eat just about as many. People always want to say, you know, oh, uh, Texas Roadhouse Rolls or Overrated. Olive Garden's breadsticks. Weak. Or uh, what else do people Johnny like? Crino's bread. Johnny Crino's bread is good. I, it is but good. But Pizzoli's breadsticks, when you can just pick it up and it's just like it like breaks and falls onto the table because it's so... It doesn't just oh, break. It oozes. B- it bends under its own yes, weight of, of butter. buttery and garlicky goodness. And then it kind of stretches. Oh, it kind of stretches. Oh, yeah, would you like me to say it slower? It kind of stretches and falls onto the plate. When Where, I when we used to go there in college, we would eat 18 to 20 breadsticks each. I know. That's crazy. I can't believe we didn't put them out of business. Yeah. One time, uh, me and the McCoy boys ate 100 after a golf outing. Um, Us four combined for 100 sticks. You think we're the reason Fazoli started... Um, Making people go walk up, up to the front. walk up to the front. They've actually started walking around again. Okay, that's amazing. And if we are ever allowed to go back into Fazoli's, our wives don't like Fazoli's. My wife can get over it. My wife actually likes Fazoli's. My wife does too. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that one time we wanted to go to Fazoli's after we recorded a podcast, we're like, we're going to go to Fazoli's, and they made us go to like a Mexican joint. Listen, 
I think it's, I think it was a, a they weren't feeling it uh, moment. Who's not feeling a buttery stick ever? Here's the thing. The only things I like from Fazoli's are their breadsticks and their pizza. They have the best pizza in Muncie. <laughs> well, I said that one time as a joke. But they have the, good pizza. I will. When I, will. I took a bite of that pizza at that moment, it was so good. I got gotcha. you. That I just said those words out loud as kind of a cap. There you go. <laughs> and uh, half as like uh, uh, serious. Okay. Um, but I'm never gonna buy a pizza from there because it's like way too expensive. Yeah. I like the. I like the. Their their four ninety nine lunch deal is good yeah. enough for me. Yeah. Okay. We get one slice. Um, what what's our question? Oh, okay, the, the grocery, grocery store. store. So I so I said my treat myself would be as many double stuffed Oreo packs as I can get and a gallon of milk. My survival, um, I'm gonna go um, a bag of flour. Hmm. I'm gonna go um, a couple couple packets of yeast. Those are next to each other. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go a bag of sugar. Mm-hmm. That's in that same aisle. This sounds terrible. What are you gonna eat? Cookies, bread. Uh, listen. How much is a bag? A five-pound bag of flour. Three bucks. Yeah. Ooh. I'm not getting a five-pound bag of flour. I didn't know they sold it in other denominations. They sell. They sell little tiny guys. Okay. I couldn't probably make very much with that amount. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Terrible. Yeah. This sucks. Okay. Um, survival. How long do I have to survive for? A week. Uh, one week. Yeah. Okay. Easy. Um, yeah. The pack of ramen noodles. I was going to say that before you did, but you said it first. So not since like I'm stealing yours. Okay. But like a 12 pack of ramen noodles is like maybe less than $2, a $2 maybe max. Yeah. Just get a bunch of those. What are we thinking? Yeah. Just get as many Different packs. flavors. Oh, there's sh- shrimp, beef, beef, chicken, chicken, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Put a crack an egg, crack an egg in it. Oh, don't get me too excited. Okay, that is good. I've never done it because I'm too afraid. You just crack the egg straight into it and let it go. Okay. So uh, six months ago, I would have called you crazy, right? But I had some students who were like, "You ever put an egg in your ramen, Mr. McClure?" I'm like, "What do I look like?" I thought this was loser. another one of your wife's inventions. No, no. But no. your wife did it for yes. you. And I was like, "Hey, uh, my students told me this." Uh, what gives? Let's try it. So we tried it, and here's where I went wrong the first time. I yes. cracked the egg in it, and then I stirred it all up, you and stir it broke it, it up, and it was kind of like egg drop soup. That's good. Yeah, but it wasn't that good. Oh. And then when she made it, we cooked it. We put the chicken in. We got it to a bo- like we did the whole thing. Once the process was done, then we put the egg in whole, and we didn't break it. You just let it sit, and so the egg cooks, and it gets the whites more chunky rather than more like. Like Slimey. skin and slime. Yeah. And then you can kind of break it up and it's, oh, if you are into ramen and you have never tried this, I would suggest putting an egg, cracking an egg in your ramen. It is, it is to be, it is to be reckoned with. My wife, I never knew this was really a thing. I've always had my ramen soupy. Duh. Yes. <laughs> but my wife. She drains it? She doesn't drain it. She just uses less water. So like it becomes more of a. Noodle dish. Chicken flavored noodle dish, which yeah. is really not that bad. Yeah. But it's um I I like the soup aspect to it. Yeah. So I think I think the egg would still be good though in the non soupy version. Absolutely. Okay. I might Do have to it. try that. Yeah. Not tonight, but later. I know. Tomorrow morning. 
No. For breakfast. Okay. Uh, just hit us with the would you rather shout Can out. Can I say one more thing? Yes. About ramen noodles. Okay. I had a uh, friend in high school. Um, his name was Kyle Ross. And I only went to his house a couple times, usually to work on projects for uh, physics class. And uh, we went into his room one time, and he had a open pack of ramen noodles. This is this might be one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. <laughs> this kid was he was like super into PCs and like gaming and cars and music and stuff like that. And he was like sitting at his computer, like pretty nice PC gaming computer, and he's got an open pack of dry ramen noodles, the packet of uh, the packet of flavoring open. The man was like crunching off pieces of this dry ramen, chewing it up, licking his finger, dipping it in the sauce so- in the so- in the so- in the sauce pack, and putting it into his mouth. Wow! So he skipped the entire cook session and 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 ate that ramen raw. To add on to that. And my mom's going to get mad at me because it's going to be one of those other things. You were never allowed to eat ramen. <laughs> no. I remember days in elementary school where she would just send me a pack of ramen dry. Excuse me? And I would just eat dry ramen at lunch. Oh, and this is a thing? Yeah. Yeah. I would eat dry ramen at lunch. And I wouldn't even open the sauce packet. I would just eat the noodles. Would you do that today? No. She also used to like make salads. I was gonna say and I've, like crunch up though like yes kind of like uh, croutons, yeah. There's a name for them, like well, like the things that they actually are. Never mind, it, it doesn't matter. Squirrel, squirrely tons, squirrely tons. Um, and so, uh, luckily, nobody bullied me in elementary school for it. Um, they bullied you for other things. They were too busy <laughs> bullying you for other things. <laughs> right, that's exactly right. For kissing Austin Hankins. <laughs> oh. Wow. Oh. Would you rather? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me find it. I kind of forgot about this one, but I love it. Okay. Would you rather... This is brought to you by uh, the internet, uh, the aspiring internet. Um, okay. Would you rather be able to copy and paste any object, any anything, or locate where any object is located? So let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. I have an object in my, for the first one, the copy and paste. Yes. I'm assuming to copy it, I have to have it within eyesight. Like, I couldn't copy the Eiffel Tower if I'm not at the Eiffel Tower, right? That seems like it would be too cheap. Copy the Eiffel Tower, paste the Eiffel Tower in my backyard, dive the Eiffel Tower in my back. That seems eh, a little bit too powerful. You have to go to Paris and And copy it. And then you could. Yes. Okay. Because you... If yeah. if you said so, okay, there that'd was be that. an infinite power. I could copy ramen noodles and paste them in my house. I wouldn't have to go to the grocery shop ever, right? That's too. You'd have to go to the grocery store once, oh. right? For the actual thing, but if and I you could, could paste it, you could copy it one time uh-huh. and paste it forever. Okay. Until you until you copy something else, right? Because that's how copy and paste works. Okay. So you can only you have infinite pastes until you copy that thing. Okay. So I would buy one pack of ramen noodles, copy it, paste it a hundred times. Store Are there it any basement. stipulations, like money? Right. I don't think. So. I think I this could is... copy and paste money. Well, oh, I, oh, I thought you meant like yeah, yeah. Just, you, have to, you have to buy the ramen. You I think paste. copy and pasting money is illegal. <laughs> if you get caught, I think that would be. Too... I don't think you would need. I don't think you would need that much money if you have this power. Okay. Um, and the other one is locating anything. 
Yes. <laughs> a, a known... Like, if I lose my wallet... You find it, boom. yes. If... TV remote and the couch cushions, you know it every time. Okay. What if I copied and pasted 18 remotes? I always have a backup. That sounds like your couch is going to be full of remotes <laughs> that you were too lazy to lift the couch cushions up okay. to find. Um, could you cut and paste? You're saying delete something? Like... And then paste it later? So here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm moving houses. Okay, I like this. Um, moving houses is one of probably my least favorite tasks. Oh, yeah. 100%. I hate carrying big, heavy furniture through tight doorways and worrying about pitching my fingers. Oh, yes. Okay, banging my elbows, mm -hmm. dropping it on my toes. Yes. You know the drill. I know it. So if I copied and pasted my, let's say, bookshelf... I'm going to have a bookshelf in my driveway in the U-Haul and in my house. I don't want that. I want to cut it from the U-Haul and paste it in my house. Therefore, I'm not carrying it, but they're only it's a one-to-one -one transaction. I'm yeah. not doubling up. I understand, but my question is, is that that is in a replacement of your copy and paste, is cut and paste. You can't have both. I want both. <laughs> That's two different functions. <sighs> okay, this makes it more difficult. Wait, no, it doesn't. I'll just copy everything and then leave it in my driveway. Free. Free bookcase. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> just copy everything, paste it in your new house. Could I copy my... Could you, could, could you copy people? Mm, could you clone? I don't... See, I think... Okay, wait, wait a minute. I think I found a flaw in your copy and paste thing. Please. You're going to have to make... You're going to have to make... Somebody's in my driveway honking, I think. I can see my driveway from here, though. Oh, it's my dad. My my wife will take care of it. <laughs> Unless she's too busy researching apples. Um, what was I saying? Okay, yeah, yeah. You're going to have to make... How many things do you think are in... How many, thing, how many, how many things are in your house? Items, specific. What? Yeah. A thousand? Way more. Okay. We'll Think say, about every fork, every spoon, every pin, every pencil, every piece of paper. We'll say max five thousand. Sure. Yeah. You're still underselling it, but so. But what? This will make my point, though. If okay. I'm underselling it or not, five thousand things. You're gonna have to make five thousand trips to and from your house, to from your old house to your new house, to copy and paste everything because you can only copy one thing at a time. Okay. Or wait. Question on question. I can copy an entire sentence. Yeah. So you could copy an entire house. Oh shoot! Yeah, I just you can, poked. You can highlight everything. I copy. just poked holes in my own, in my own logic. Right. So like, my question is, if I copy, um, like the uh, we'll use ramen. Mm, like if I if I have a jar of pins in my house. Yeah. If I copy the jar, does the jar also containing the pins go with it? I think so because it's kind of a highlighted. I mean, it's like the highlight function. Like you if have I a, copy you have the box of cereal. Listen, listen. <laughs> The box, the, the jar that your pins are in. Yes. Is the, the sentence. The jar and the pins are your sentence. The, the pins are the words. The pins are the words. The so pins are the words. The pins, of, the pins are the words. Um, so, yeah, I think, it would, I think that would actually work. When is, when is a sentence not a sentence? When it's a jar. <laughs> my favorite thing I think uh, we've said on this podcast. <laughs> and out of context, it makes no sense. <laughs> Zero sense. Oh, oh. okay. 
<laughs> if you think about the actual joke, it is absurd the yeah. thing that you just said. Yes. But it makes it makes all the sense and none of the it makes sense. At, 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 it hurts at, my brain to think about how much it doesn't. You, people work. are gonna have to rewind that to understand it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm glad you. I'm glad we were on the same page. Yeah, we always are. Finding things is just so lame compared to this first power you've given me as the option. Yeah, but I think about like finding things. Like, I guess you could also find out. Like if you, okay, so you can locate where any item is located, okay? Yes. So say you have, um, gosh, this would be so useful, like. A research project. A research project. Um, so say you lose, say you've misplaced one of your childhood toys. Okay. I've always thought about this. Have you ever thought, like, the things you have owned are somewhere currently? Like everything you've ever owned is in a location. Lost things, things you know about where they are. I've lost a lot of things that I wish I knew where they were and I would be able to go get them. I had these cross country shoes. Yeah. Like I don't know where they went. I know. That's what I'm saying like And it bugs me. And it's somewhere. Yeah. For some okay, this might I might just be losing my mind, but I've always thought that that is the craziest thing like like thinking about something sitting somewhere that you that used you, to own, that you used to own, that you have been looking for for a long time. I've got T-shirts. I wish I knew where they were. Yeah, I've got. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, toys. Not necessarily. I mean, I don't want toys. Like I'm not playing with toys. But like, it would be cool to know where your where your toys are, though. That's true. And it would be yeah. And so, but you also, I think, would know if that thing exists anymore. Yeah. Like maybe it got thrown away and incinerated and is no longer even a thing. And then you have some sort of closure that, oh, well, somehow that got thrown away. If you went on The Price is Right or what's that one show? Um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? No, it's the Wheel one. Wheel of Fortune. No, Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady. Uh, Let's what, make a deal. Wait, you wouldn't be able to know what's behind door one, two, or three because you have you to have know to what's know behind what's it to know what's yeah. But if he said behind, I would just okay. I would take that power. I'd go on. Let's make a deal, and I would I would get picked, and I would convince Wayne Brady to tell me what the three options are behind each door. I'd say, listen, I'll pick a door, but you got to tell me what I could possibly win at each door, and oh. then I would be able to double cross him. I've never seen that show. Is it still on? I highly doubt yeah, it. Probably at like ten ten o'clock on weekdays on CBS. Whose line is it anyway? Yeah, he was on that show. Yeah, he was on there. <laughs> Um, so, okay, is that how the show works? You have three doors, and you can be like, I'll give up, I'll let you make this harder for me, but I get something in return, like, I don't understand. Here's how the show works. I've only seen it when I'm at, like, a doctor's office, and it's on mute, so I'm just kind of guessing. Um, you dress up as something crazy, and you go, and you sit in the audience. No, that's um, the mass singer. singer. Yeah, um, and they call you down, and you run up like like you've never been out in public before, and you don't know how to act. <laughs> and then Wayne Brady says something to make fun of you, and the audience laughs. But and you I, try to kiss him on the mouth because you love Wayne Brady. And um, only if he has a Nintendo sixty four controller. <laughs> Ooh, I'll make a deal. 
Here's my deal. Let's make a deal, Wayne Brady. <laughs> um, and then he says, here's what you could win. Um, it's behind door number one, two, or three. And then you pick a door, and if you pick the right door, you win. Wow, easy. But there's something about making a deal somewhere. Is there something bad behind one of the doors? Probably something mediocre like an oven or like a microwave. Or you could get like a week's trip to Hawaii or like a new car. Yeah, it'd be pretty. Oh, that's what he does. He gives you cash. He's like, I'll give you $1,000 right now. Or you could pick a door. That's what it is. That's what the show's about. And then he's like, and then say, be Wayne Brady. Tell me that. Hey, Colton. It's Wayne Brady here. <laughs> oh, Wayne Brady, I love you. Let me kiss you on the mouth. Okay, keep going. You're the third contestant on Let's Make a Deal Today. I'm tired. You're tired. Let's get this over with, shall we? Whose I, line is it anyway? Uh, <laughs> where the points don't matter. Behind door number one, you could win. Wait, no, he doesn't say the doors. Uh, you could win a brand new Toshiba Zenith X Box One. You could win a brand, a brand new trip to expenses paid Thailand. Ooh. Or you could win a 2012 Hyundai Elantra. Oh, that sounds amazing. Okay, now Colton, what I need you to do is look at the lovely ladies in front of these doors. Ladies. And I need you to decide, are you going to pick door one, door two, door three, or are you going to take this cold hard cash? How much is that cash? One thousand dollars. I do believe everything that you just stated that are behind the doors, besides the Xbox, are worth more than a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's the risk. One of the three things is. But a I'd loss. love to have an Xbox. Uh, no, it's it's a it's a Toshiba Zenith Xbox One. What's a Toshiba Zenith Xbox One? <laughs> Did you make that up? <laughs> Toshiba Zenith, Zenith Xbox, Xbox One. It's t- it's just a mix of three electronics. Uh, and you just spouted them off your mind like that? I just... If it's three... if it's one, if it, Okay, let me make a deal with you, Wayne Brady. That is a three-in-one... Is that a new thing that I have no idea about? I just remember on uh, those old Nickelodeon shows... Uh, Goop? No, that's a different thing. Uh, okay. Dare, Double Dare 2000. Okay. And... Sl- uh, so, the Temple Run one? Yeah, what was Temple, that? Temple Run, I believe. No, it was not called Temple Run. Uh, kid, 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 adventure oh. Kids. Mm. Um, anyway, they always would win like a Zenith TV, and it was like it's funny to watch it now because like that's not a big deal. Yeah, it's it, yeah. Um, so are you taking the thousand? Or are you uh, are you picking well, the Wayne? One? If you taught me on anything about on, on anything ever, if Wayne Brady's ever taught me anything, then. I'm going to have to go with... Mm. Oh, be right back. Hold that thought. We're uh, headed to commercial for our sponsors. I'm going to freak out. Okay. I would have gone with door three because I knew that the car was there. <laughs> nope. That was... <laughs> the Toshiba Zima Zima Zima. The Toshiba Zenith Xbox One. I, that's listen, jokes on you. That's what I wanted. Listen, I think I'm taking the copy and paste because I think that's... Better. I'm locating anything because I feel like the more I develop that power, the more I would appreciate that power. It would not sharpen your mind. It would dull your mind. You're relying on the power of your mind and to you, not make your mind powerful. And you wouldn't budget anymore. You Would you need money? I wouldn't have a need to budget. No. Man. Anything you wanted, you could have. 
as if long you as you could, saw it. As long as you were in its presence, yes. <sighs> okay. Um, I think the I think copy and paste is the obvious choice. I know, but I really like the idea of finding anything. What What about like riches? Like, what about things that buried treasure? What? Yeah, buried treasure. Like, what about like um, that show? Um, the uh, Pawn Stars. No, they're looking for stuff on some island, lost oh, island. Oh, uh, uh, American Pickers. No, um, <laughs> an- Antique Roadshow. No, the guys lost. This is the show. Survivor. Okay. Island boys looking for stuff, okay. digging in for it in the in the in the. This isn't a real show. Yes, it is. It's it's the the tales of scary. I think we're losing our minds. Scale this this the place of scary things that we're digging for. I swear it's a show. Okay. I can't even look it and up. And they just look I, for buried treasure. Yes. So and it's but um, but part of that show probably I've never seen it is the is the search. I the, know, but the I journey, would be. I don't. Is the dig my journey? And you'd be my, like, "Hey guys, it's right here." <laughs> and my show would be that. My show would be every episode me just going to get things. Okay, I, I would see be the... rich off of being a. So like, finder. you could find Columbus's first tooth. I could find anything that I wanted to find ever. Okay, that actually does seem kind of interesting. I could find Christopher Columbus's record of how many. Indians he killed, Native Americans he killed. But he didn't write that down. Somebody did. No, they did not. Somebody was like, I bet Christopher Columbus was like an arrogant little he wanted a boy, and he was like, he said one to one of his buddies that was behind him, he's like, here's a quill and an ink blot pad and a pen. Now mark my murders, Jer- when Jeremy. Did the, when did the ink blot and pen get be, become a thing? I don't know, but I bet Christopher Columbus had one. I could probably find it. I... Could I find out about anything? Like, yeah, I mean, you would find things that would lead to you becoming more intelligent. Sure. Yes. I'm taking that. Okay. I think that would be extremely useful and um, very nice. I could dang near become the the most the smartest person ever. Yes, and I could become the most uh, able to duplicate things ever and that's pretty cool too. We could we could team up. Yeah, we could have a show together. You find it, I copy and paste it. Boom. Yeah, think about the merch and the money we would save on merch by me finding something and then you just replicating it. Thinking about my carbon footprint, I would be destroying the world because I would use extreme laziness. Don't want to do dishes? Copy this clean plate before I use it. Eat, paste, throw the plate away. Who cares? Clean plate. You'd never have to do dishes again. (laughs) Correct. Wow. Okay. I would be able to find your carbon footprint. <laughs> Not bad. In the sand. <laughs> carbon footprints. In, hey, I have. Well, you have a poem about that. <laughs> yeah. There are no original thoughts. Um. Let's do. We've got. We've got maybe. What the time is? The time is six eleven. No, no, like on the recording. Oh, we've are, we are at fifty one minutes. Okay, we gotta seconds. get to the last question. Yes, I was. Okay. Gonna say. Best and worst parts about living in Muncie. Growing up in Muncie. We we were both born here. Born and raised, Muncieanans. Okay, here I'll go first. I like Muncie. I don't have any problems with Muncie. Okay, um, I think uh, I'm gonna start with the best. Best things about Muncie: one, tons of places to eat. You can go out to eat pretty much anywhere you want. Yes, we you have can. so many places to eat. Two, I like that Ball State is here. It makes the city feel a little bigger. 
a little bit more lively, but not super lively. It's like a perfect liveliness. Yep. And then in the summer they all leave, and it's like you get your city back. But when yeah. they, it's just this, it's just this balance that's nice. Um, it's convenient to Ohio and Indianapolis. Yeah. It's in a good location. You can go a lot of different places. An hour drive to Indy, great, wonderful. Um, you get the four seasons. I'm, I'm I'm reaching now. Worst thing. I don't know if this is the worst thing about Muncie, but I always was not fond of the people who their thing is like hating Muncie. <clears throat> the worst part about P- Muncie is the people who hate Muncie and voice their opinions about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate Muncie. I'm leaving. People would I can't say, wait to get out of this place. Right, yeah. And we heard that all growing up. People would say that. Muncie's terrible. Muncie sucks. There's nothing to do here. What do you want to do? Ball State people coming into town? I hate Muncie. You don't know Muncie. Why are you here? You've never left the two-mile-by-two-mile two ra- uh, exactly. radius of the campus. You don't even know anything. Exactly. What's there to do here? What What do you want to yeah, do? Yeah, that's my question. What do you, like, what do people do? Like, what is there to do in Indy that there's not to do here? No, uh, there's... There's movies here. There's bowling alleys here. There's restaurants here. There's Top bars here. There's like well, I I don't know when people say there's nothing to do. I don't know what they mean. Me either. There, like there's tons of stuff. You it. I, I just, think we were lucky too growing up. That I mean I guess a lot of people probably have this too. So I don't know if we're necessarily lucky. But we've talked about like our friends live near each other and we were very recreational. Right. There's na- you know there's neighborhoods here. And and you really. <laughs> we have Muncie, home of neighborhoods. <laughs> you need sidewalks and roads with a bunch of houses? We got you. Nowhere else on the planet has these. <laughs> Curbs and that, all that good stuff. We got it. You, you buy it, we have it. Muncie, home of neighborhoods. <laughs> um, but I liked, this is what I liked about Muncie. My dad... Uh, was my dad's an avid listener of the show. Every, my mom and dad, I think. Um, it's it makes my heart warm when your dad says that he enjoys it. Uh, yeah, I think your dad's kind of a, uh, you know, he's a seasoned guy of content. He's a seasoned content guy, and when he is fond of something we say, it feels like I've done something right. Yeah, and he's kind of Muncie famous, so I kind of <laughs> feel like a famous person kind of likes our podcast. Wow. <laughs> My dad's name is in the paper all the time. Yeah, I mean, I've seen his Facebook show. He's the intrepid reporter. We're going to have to get him on here someday. When yeah. this quarantine's over, he can come over. <laughs> We're going to have Tom Lyon, the intrepid okay. reporter. Yeah. Um, but what I liked was my parents um, bought my grandparents' house. And my grandparents' house was where my dad grew up. And so I liked the family history of Muncie, which might sound weird, but like, you know, my dad grew up in the same house that I'm growing up in, and I always thought that was super cool. Um, Always thought I was going to buy it, but, you know, they still own it, and we bought another house. And, um, but I think that was one of my favorite things, because I always liked when my dad would, like, point out, like, little facts about where he would grow up and where his friends lived, and Mm -hmm. I always kind of wanted to replicate, like, his childhood, because I think childhood in like the 60s when he grew up was the 
was the was, business. Was the business, man. He talks about going everywhere from sun up to sundown yeah. and at the click of the bell tower he's home yeah. because he knew that's when he was home but he was like seven or eight years old running the town yeah and so i always wanted to, to be, be seven to be seven and running around town but i wasn't allowed to cross tillotson <laughs> until i was in eighth grade which tillotson is a very busy road in muncie and i was never allowed to cross it even though i had friends on the other side I think we will appreciate Muncie when we have our own kids that we can tell, you know, like, son, daughter, this is the road I ran on on my seven-mile butt-out journey, you yeah. know? Like, there's, there's history and stories. We have created memories here. And our biggest thing as kids, which is weird to think about, was creating memories. We always talked about... Just think of the memory. That was how we justified probably 90% of the dumb things we did was because think about the story this will create. Yeah. And I think some of that stemmed from my, my dad's story. It's stories. your dad's fault. It's my dad's fault. I, he loved the beanbag story. Yeah, that, me that hiding, made me laugh. A hiding in the beanbag. He thought that was the funniest thing he ever heard. That's crazy. I know. And he, he made, never knew about it. Like, I never told them that. Right. I don't think I don't know if I was gonna get in trouble or not. I don't right. think I would have, but um, but maybe, but maybe I might have. You got kicked out of Walmart. You're grounded. I never got grounded. You got grounded for running with your cheeks out, but like I feel like in in my house, grounding wasn't like a. I mean, we got punished for right. sure. Like we got yelled at. We never called sat. it grounded. I never called it grounded. If I got in trouble, I had a consequence. Yeah, but I never. My parents were never like, "You're grounded for a whole week." Yeah, what there was that never mean? a time frame of. Ground. Yeah, like when I was younger, sure, go to your room, and yeah. I would go to my room and be in trouble. But that lasted, you know, thirty minutes or yeah. however, you know, whatever the offense was, fit the time. Yeah, I did the crime, do the time in my bedroom, <laughs> and uh, and so, you know, I don't know where I'm going with that. I just thought it was funny to think about. It. I never really got grounded, so I really I just would have got like scolded. Yell yeah. that. Yeah. Felt, you know, feel bad. You probably learned your lesson. You learned probably didn't need grounding. Yeah. Yeah, you just needed spanked. Yeah, I need. well, not in high school. I didn't get spanked <laughs> in high school. I didn't get spanked. I, I got spanked when I was little. You don't, get, you don't spank your kids when they're above what is, yeah, what's eight. How, maybe this could be a question for another time, but is there a limit on when you can kiss... <laughs> kiss your kiss your kids on the lips. Kiss your kids on the lips. I listen to a podcast called My Brother, My Brother and Me. They talk about this. Yes. Oh, well, we can't talk about it now. And and it was very early on in the in the uh, show, and they talked about uh, one of the listeners was like, I have always kissed my dad on the mouth, and I've never thought it was weird until somebody pointed it out that I'm you know twenty something and I'm <laughs> weird. And uh, one of the brothers was like. Um, you know what? Just kiss your dad square on the mouth. It doesn't matter. Like kiss, just kiss your dad square on the mouth. And that's how that's their tagline to end the shows. Kiss your dad square in the mouth. That's the last thing they say <laughs> on every single episode from that moment on. Because after oh. he said it, they all started laughing, and he said, "That's going to be how I end every show." Oh. And then they had four hundred more episodes after that where he ended it with "Kiss your dad square on the mouth." <laughs> and that's that's crazy to me. But anyway, they talked about it, uh, so you could probably find it, but. Okay, I'm sure we could draw like a like a like a x and y axis of like a graph. A, a graph. <laughs> I'm sure we could graph like age. It's okay 
to spank your kid and also kiss him on the mouth. And like, you know, there'd be like a belt, it'd be like an overlap and that'd be like prime mouth kissing, butt spanking. We should stop. People, people get offense, get offended when you talk about spanking and probably kissing on the lips of your kid too. So we probably walked into a territory we don't want to walk in. This is kind of political. These are political issues. We're not a poly, we're not a poly, poly, polycast. We're not a polycast. But somebody brought it to my attention, and it was my uncle and my dad. Um, we social distanced over at my grandma's parking lot the other day. That is something I can't wait to tell my kids that. Yeah, you know, back in the day, you know, we used to social distance in the parking lot of your great grandma's house apartment. Like, we were in the parking lot, seven of us, just sitting in chairs in a circle. Well, that that would be that would be that would be very weird, given like. Not the circumstances. So what were you going to say? What did your uncle say about it? They said... Polycast? Um, Pottycast. They always thought it was funny how uh, we always say it's not a podcast. We talk about... And then usually every single episode we talk about something related to the bathroom and or uh, body bodily uh, excrement. Yeah. Did we do that this time? I don't think so. Except for right now. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that on the way over. How? Because I was going to bring up... Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Technically, the tenth episode was supposed to be the episode I talk about. Matt, trail how, ten. Trail yeah. ten. You have to. <laughs> you have to. We said episode. It's episode ten. It's been a decade. A decade of your favorite show. What's our time stamp? We are at one hour. I have to tell this trail ten story, and then we're done. Let me say the worst thing about Muncie real quick. Oh yeah. Scramble light. I'm done. Oh, I hate the scramble light. I know. Let me tell you. PSA. Don't press the scramble light if you're the only one. Cross one way or the other. Cross wherever the traffic is going. Cross parallel with it. The scramble light is a is is useful when there's hundreds of students trying to cross. Correct. You, the scramble light is also just a regular old crosswalk, old yes. fashioned. You can use People it as forget. A, they become dependent on the on the scramble light, and they don't know how to use common sense. And when I'm driving to work at seven o'clock, and you're the only one, you don't need to press the scramble light. You yeah. literally save zero time. You actually could probably save time in the long run of not using it yes. because you can walk one way while it's going, and mm -hmm. if that's where you need to go, great, and yeah. you walk the other way when it turns green, which is what would have happened if you didn't press the scramble light. Yeah. Same time. Yep, yep, yep. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I would love... I hate the scramble light. I hate the scramble light, too. Ugh, stop diagonal. Don't diagonal. Go down the side. Don't. Okay. Yeah. So here's what happened. This was probably... Sorry. Sleep, sleep app, sleep apnea. Sleep apnea. Um, 2000. Let. Were we in high school? Oh, yeah. Okay. We're yeah. in high well, school. It, it was, I think it was 2011 because my foot was fine. It was very soon after I Matt like Howard. So to refresh your memory, if you didn't listen to episode two, um, you should. But if you want to just be caught up, I pooped my pants as a high schooler in my driveway. And while I was playing. pretending to be Matt Howard of old butler basketball player and i trusted air more than i should have and it wasn't air and i had to run inside i was I at home it was fine i cleaned up great and, and i we, witnessed it and, and i was we, there yeah and colton was there and we called it matt howard so probably within two years of that we were at turkey run state park and we were hiking the state park and we were out in the middle of the woods essentially on this trail and it was trail 10 and i we were with my dog Cooper. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I guess. Uh, anyway. Um, and my mom and Colton. That was it. And I'm kind of off by myself. And I, no joke, let let off this this gas, gaseous emission. 
All right. I, t- I, t- I don't know what word people use. I had a professor in college who was not allowed to say fart. That was like her F word. I wasn't allowed to say like now still. She wouldn't even say it to other class. Like this lady, my role model. All right. Okay. She, she is like wonderful, brilliant. She could say fart. <laughs> wow. She, she I wasn't allowed to say fart until like. <laughs> she couldn't say fart to a bunch of adults. <laughs> wow. I had, I had professors I saying the worst things the actual that. F word. So I tooted. Um, no, this wasn't a toot. This was a full on fart. I re- like, I'm talking like seconds in length. Like I didn't know when it, like it was one that was long enough where I started to realize while I was doing it, like this is still happening. This is crazy. This should be documented. Holy cow. It's still <laughs> going. Okay. Wow. That just happened. It was one of those, like you're conscious of doing it because of how crazy it is. And so naturally I'm like, next time I'm feeling one, I have to like get Colton beside me and show him how well, long this first was. you said you just missed the longest fart of my life i think you called me over to doc to tell me that you had mi- that i had missed the longest yeah fart. That, that seems about right so i knew that you had farted good <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i don't know 10 minutes later i feel another one approaching and so like i run up to colton or i pull him over i'm like ready 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 and I'm, like prep him for he this sta- he gets in a stance <laughs> and of course like i have the mentality that it's going to be Good. I'm going to like it's like there's an expectation, right? He just said that he had the best part of his life and I missed it. And so he's he's wanting to replicate right. that. So with the intention of replicating it, I pushed too hard. And I Matt Howarded. And and this is exactly what he did was he was in a stance, I could see him pushing. His eyes get big. He looks up at me. He goes, I just Matt Howard. I said, no, you didn't. Matt no, Howard. You did not just Matt Howard. I'm like, yes, I and, did. And I was like, stop. We are, like, I look, I mean, I'm like looking, it's like. We, we are, are no, like, there is not a building within within a half mile. We could look up how long Trail 10 was, and we were not to, like, we weren't to the turnaround point of Trail 10. So we, we were probably halfway on the trail. And we were nowhere in sight of anything that would help Carter in Bad. this situation. Okay, so I just, after we kind of got over the initial shock, and probably he laughed about it, I kind of walked behind a big tree, and I took off my pants and my boxers, and I'm pretty sure I <laughs> Please, go on. I'm pretty sure I wiped with a, the clean outside of my boxers, Awesome. And and I hung my boxers on a tree as a flag, as a flag, like in the like next to the trail. Like my mom was there witnessing all of this. Yeah, I had your mom's camera, and I'm pretty sure I was taking pictures of you. You may we may have a picture of that somewhere. Man, that'd be crazy to find. We should find that. I wish I had that. Put power. it on our Twitter. I wish I had that power. <laughs> if you had that power, you could. I could find that picture. And I could have copied and pasted my under. Nope. Uh, Nobody wants that. And so I hung my boxers, and I just commanded it back to safety, and like in jeans. You finished the hike commando in denim. And, like, it may not sound that bad, but go to the bathroom sometime and then just get up and just kind of not wipe and just walk uh, around your house no, for, like, 30 seconds. No, it's bad when, you, when so, you run out of paper and you have to get up and walk to get the next yeah, roll. Yeah. So I went into the – once we got back to the customer service center, 
the tourist, the info, what do you call that? Like the, 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 the loading, the loading dock of nature. Uh, there's a name, the tourist center. What's it called? There's a name for it. There's a legitimate. The gift shop. Once I got back to the central location of the building, I went to the bathroom and I finished my business and I got sort of cleaned up. And from then on, we called it Trail 10 or Matt Howard. It was whatever we were feeling. And so I have done my pants britches twice as an adult and Colton has been with me both times. And I, and I just feel so honored and blessed. Yeah, and it's, it's, moral of the story is don't push too hard. Too close. Because the edge is... You. But this isn't a potty cast, so... No, we, we don't like to talk about this, so we're not going uh, to. This is the last time. Um, I'm lying, probably. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, so, I mean, I think episode 10 is... In the books. Is in the book. All right, well, send in questions. We maybe need your we, we might make some shirts. Uh, aspiring listener, maybe. Maybe. Maybe Muncie, colon, home of the neighborhoods. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, um, I I kissed Austin Hankins for for a ex, for a Nintendo sixty four controller. That's a lot for a shirt, but if people are into it, I'll do it. We could get Austin Hankins permission to like get his face onto one of our shirts and just get like like Austin Hankins plus a Nintendo 64 controller equals like kissies. Okay. Like a kissy We're face. digressing. Um, I was brainstorming. All right. Well, that's not the time. Okay. All right. Uh, well, we hope you are now uh, finished listening and you will feel satisfied. Well, let me say one more thing. <laughs> we can never get the outro correct. I know, because I wasn't ready to finish it. Okay. Even though I said we were done. Go, just go ahead. I got some big news. Oh, great. Huge, huge news. I'm done with the podcast. It's over. Oh. We did 10. We're done. Okay, just tell the news. My wife's pregnant, and we're having a baby. I'm, we're going to try to keep doing the podcast. That was a joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, my wife's pregnant, and uh, we had the ultrasound uh, tomorrow, which it's going to be... We're recording on Sunday, and the ultrasound is going to be right before we release this, and then we release it to the world. So I'm recording this before it's going to be released. Yes. So we have a baby You'll on have the someone way. to kiss on the lips soon. I can't wait for you to kiss. My baby on the lips. My baby on the lips. <laughs> Uncle Carter kissing babies. <laughs> no, that's bad. No. Um, so, yeah, um, that's exciting. So babies are fun, I guess. Maybe. Sweet. Okay, so, uh, all right. Uh, I hope, uh, say it. I hope you are now satisfied. And disappointed.